Where, oh where, has Belgunis gone? Oh where, oh where could she be? Put on some barn clothes and bring your shovel along. Come dig at the Gunnis farm with me. Hello and welcome back again to yet another edition of Well Hello Mr. Fancy Pants where we talk about Snark weird bread. shit. He's here we go again. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Zach. Joining me always is Matt Spar, hello, and Lindy. And Hi. once again, we have the Todd mm-hmm. to wrap up this series on the very controversial, very evil, crazy, fucking weird Norwegian <laughs> Scandinavian something. monster. Just a monster. The Borgie human. Borgie bitch. <laughs> Brick brick house bitch, mm-hmm. Belgunis <laughs> frog face tiny foot bitch. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the frog face tiny foot the bitch. <laughs> so here we are again. How's everybody doing? Good, good, good. good. Right on. Well, Lindy, catch us up. Where were we last time? I think when we left, the house was on fire. When we left, the house was on fire, and that's. That's exactly where we left off. Was just I, we hadn't gotten into any details yet. No details on on the house fire, the other roof. than the house is on fire. The roof is on mm-hmm. fire. They tried to get in, couldn't we find the. No water, let the motherfucker burn. I don't usually get distracted by that, but <laughs> it was just so subtle. <laughs> Hello, my name is No Jimmy one has Pop ever described me as guy. subtle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think anyone ever has. There's a first for everything, Todd. <laughs> okay, bloodhound gang in my head all day now. Mm-hmm. Till we come to Alice Cooper House of Fire. It's uh, not funny. My, my ass is on fire. That's the only thing that comes into my head. I don't know. Mr. Bungle. Mr. It's not funny, my ass is on fire. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Lindy, I'll try not to uh, interrupt your story as much. As- uh-huh, okay. I feel I'm- like I'm not even going to get through a paragraph. <laughs> oh, we'll see. I mean, snarkfic, snarkfitch, snarkfished. Uh, there, I already said it three times, so I'm good for the rest of the episode, I think. <laughs> and, um, let's see, what else do I need to say? I need to say, uh, Borgie, Borgie, then, Borgie, Borgie, yep. Borgie, Borgie. And then, yep. uh, we gotta, we gotta say, uh, where's Ben Franklin and all this. And then we have to say, uh, pizza rolls. And then, okay. We're yeah, done. Pizza rolls. Yep. Cover all places. Okay. So Got just, it. all right, Lindy, just do it. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. At around 3.45 PM, William Humphrey hit something soft with his shovel. He called over to Sheriff Smutzer and the pair dug carefully. A few moments later, Humphrey stopped and said, Here they are. The three children were burned badly, but were still recognizable. Mrs. Gunness, on the other hand, was an unrecognizable mass of bone and guts. She was also missing her head. That happens in all house fires. (laughs) What? So, are you telling me her head exploded or she just lost her head? Her, it melted off apparently. Now, if memory, if my recall is correct, now the kids were all covered with a blanket. Is that right? The so one the yeah. youngest little boy was actually in Belle's arms, so she was protecting him. She got the worst of it, and then the other two kids were in a blanket. Okay, because that I mean, I'll tell you what, blankets. Super fire retardant. <laughs> blanket. It's my blanket. <laughs> sorry. I couldn't help myself. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. It's because you're just ignorant, Matt. You're ignorant. <laughs> they took pictures of my penis. 
anyway, okay. anyway, you were saying, okay, so, so this is horrific. Uh, this is the only way we can get through this. We got to laugh about shit. Yeah. So, uh, yes. so we have, we've got dead kids in a, in a headless, headless, big brick shithouse lady with small, tiny feet. So where'd her, where'd her toad face, where'd her toad face go? Where'd her toad face go? Where's her head? We have, um, a, we have a headless body. We have a headless body. <laughs> so Ray had not gone missing. The deputies found him that afternoon at his employer, Mr. Wheatbrooks. As deputies walked towards the house, Ray opened the door. Deputy Marr told him, get on your coat and come to town with me. The first words out of Ray's mouth eliminated any doubt the deputies had about Ray's involvement. Ray asked, did those three children and the woman get out of the building? Mar asked him how he knew about the fire, and Ray explained that he had woken at three that morning to set out on the six-mile walk to Wheatbrook's, and as he passed near the Gunnis farm, he'd seen smoke coming out from the windows and around the roof. Mar asked him, why didn't you yell? Ray said, I didn't think it was any of my business. <clears throat> What's he, Italian? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. he's tired of paying that $5 fine You don't see nothing. You move along, all right? Just yeah. move <laughs> along. There's, there's, move there's along. nothing to see here. Nothing <laughs> to see here. Move <laughs> along. Go oh, on now. your business. <laughs> <laughs> so Ray was taken to the county jail and questioned. While they were sweating him, which they claimed that they did not do, but very much, in fact, did, he offered two more details than he had when they had talked to him at the farm. He told them that he didn't sound an alarm because he was afraid that he would be blamed for starting the fire and also that he had spent the night in the bed of Elizabeth Smith that evening. Wait a minute. Yeah. Who's Elizabeth Smith? This is his booty call, buddy. He, he, <laughs> just, he wait, him, just wait. Just wait. He liked to mature. This he liked to mature, lady. This is rich. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, he didn't tell them. Geriatric is more like it. <laughs> I like to break he, a hip when I'm rocking boots. <laughs> He didn't tell them that fact because he didn't want that to be made public. Um, well, he had no problem with what he was doing. The town would have. Hi, man. Elizabeth... You flip them upside down. They're all sisters. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> they they Elizabeth... didn't like the booty calls or what? They're just out of Elizabeth... wedlock? <laughs> nope. Nope. They had no problem with that either. Elizabeth Smith was a black woman who was in her 70s. And... What? Yes, Good and remember her. that you know what I mean. Was Man, I hope, the she, I hope she took her central. So. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth came to the jail to visit with Ray, and she spoke with reporters. She confirmed Ray's alibi, though she said that she had woken him up closer to three thirty, and he hadn't gotten out the door until nearly four. But they're not believing her anyway, most likely. So no, no. But if you remember when. Maxon had pulled into the town square and he had looked at the clock and it had said five. So the fire had had to have been burning for longer than that time right. frame. So um, <clears throat> what you're saying is we didn't start the fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. It was already <laughs> burning <laughs> while I was hitting <laughs> Mamma. Yeah. <laughs> Granny Elizabeth. Oh no, okay. <laughs> when further interrogation of Ray did not change his story, Sheriff Smutzer loaded Ray up into his car and took him to the morgue. They forced Ray to look at the four bodies. He paled and said, My God. Smutzer said, Now, Lamphere, there is some of your work. What do you think of it? Ray was on the brink of collapsing, and he said, isn't that awful? Ray was then taken directly to his arraignment, and he hold was on, held hold on, on charges. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right now, when you said this is awful, I, all I can think about is like Ray knocking boots with this seven-year-old woman, and mm -hmm. that is an awful picture in my head right now. It's like the worst porno I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> I was going to let it alone. I was going to uh, let it lie. I was just uh, How can you? Uh, I, I just vomited in my mouth a little bit. Hold on. You just... Just gotta bring some lube, most likely. <laughs> oh, I got you that I shit think back. back in those days, lube was just. <laughs> Jeez, you're so gross, Lindy's Lindy. such a romantic now, at heart. Now, well, now spit on it, fucker. Here's the thing. 
That that sound she just made is technically not lube. It's the last sound you hear before a hair hits the floor. <laughs> Anyways, back at the farm. <laughs> Wait a minute. I got a long one right here. I'll use that. <laughs> I'll floss in the morning. I'll save that. Anyway, you were saying back at the farm. <clears throat> Meanwhile, back so, at the farm. You don't want no breakfast? Back at the morgue. Back at the morgue. Okay. So Ray was then taken directly to his arraignment. He was held on charges of arson and murder. He pleaded well, that not- happened really fucking quickly. Yeah, it, they took him there on the day of his arraignment. Sounds like he was set up like by a fucking crazy bitch from overseas that only <laughs> had three front teeth and small feet and looked like a toad. <laughs> Bell. Oh, Bell. <laughs> what the hell, Bell? Use a big one. You'll <laughs> ring it like a bell, Bell. Hells, <laughs> bells. I knew it was coming. Somebody had to do it. So he pleaded not guilty. The court ordered him to be kept without bail, and he was taken back to the jail. A grand jury was scheduled to convene on May 11th of 1908. Meanwhile, the dig back at the Dennis farm. farm continued. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the farm. They needed to find Bell's skull. The post-mortem exam performed on Mrs. Gunnis. I want your skull. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're okay. Goddamn Sputnik or something. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, the, the post-mortem exam performed on Mrs. Gunnis stated that the head was not removed prior to death, but rather had been burned off. They found no evidence of violence and nothing to indicate that death had been caused by anything other than the suffocation and fire. I love Talk how about- simple it was back in the day. It's like, no, no, her head wasn't removed. It was burned away. I don't know what you're not giving. <laughs> so <laughs> what you're saying is, Lindy, not a clean sever, Mark. Did you, she was did you a real know? hothead. Is that what you're saying? No. Did, you not, did you not know that the head is the most flammable part of the body? <laughs> she must have had a really fat neck. Because it would take a lot of fat to burn that hot in one spot. Well, foreshadowing. The head was not the only thing missing from the body. Oh, really? The postmortem report stated left arm burned off to the upper third of humerus. Right arm burned off at the shoulder. Right leg burned off at the knee. Left foot burned off at the ankle. All muscular tissue was burned. It sounds like one of those dances like left hip. Shoulders, knees, and toes. No, it's how they play Twister in Hell. (laughs) (laughs) So all (laughs) all muscular tissue was burned and charred. The lungs, intestines, liver, and pancreas all appeared normal. Wait for it. This is actually in the autopsy. Okay. Just cooked. Okay. So today. Did they, did they put any, like, sweet-ass barbecue sauce in that? No, or? I was going to say, it's got it to a perfect temperature. This is fucking great right here. Mm-hmm. So, never in my life have Bell I Haggis. heard. Yeah. I don't know about you have guys, I but I, of... I feel like I could have a nice Chianti right now. What would you <laughs> With some fava beans? some fava beans? <laughs> <laughs> now I got to dig up her bones in my head. I can do this all day, I suppose. Well, that's good because we're doing this all day. Okay. Uh, yes, we are. So, Belle's sister Nellie, along with two of her adult children, arrived in town. Nellie had been shocked to read about her sister's death in the paper. She was equally shocked to find out that Belle had left her entire estate to charity. They went yes, to the. Pretty shocking. <laughs> that selfish cunt would do you that. said her entire her. estate. Now, what did that amount to, I wonder? Oh, that was over $150,000, just the farm. That wasn't even funds or um, livestock, furniture, well, everything, I guess, in the estate had been. So that was basically, at this point, that was just the property. Oh, wow. If memory serves as like, she willed it to her kids, minus the kid that was dead, Jenny, right? Right. She willed it to the three kids that were still alive. Weird. And yeah. nobody knew Ginny was dead yet, right? <laughs> right. That's well, so weird. They, yeah, they weird. pretty much did because, you know, that was her just cooked. My opinion. <laughs> yeah, and, they, 
They didn't have cell phones back then, so they didn't well, know her number was eight six seven. Five three zero nine. Um. So. Oh my god. <laughs> so remember when they did the dig and they found. Oh, then. Was just it, kidding. We're going to go on to that. Hold on. <laughs> so Nellie and her kids went to the morgue to identify the remains. And then they went to Belle's attorney because they wanted to contest the will. Jenny had a biological older sister who is only named as Mrs. Olander. They had kept up correspondence until two years ago when Jen- Jenny suddenly stopped responding. Remember, two years ago is when Jenny was sent to school. Supposedly, allegedly, mm-hmm. allegedly sent to school. So <laughs> That's That's now she went down to the fishes. She she went down to the farm. She went to the farm. <laughs> she went to the farm. So Mrs. Olander could not believe that Belle would not have willed anything at all to Jenny. She was worried that Jenny may have traveled home and had also gotten burned up in the fire. Hmm. Azel was still in search of his brother, Andrew. He had written into the police chief who confirmed that Andrew had been seen with Mrs. Gunness around town and gave him the information for the bank clerk who had seen them the most. The bank clerk uh, wrote back to Azel with confirmation of the savings withdrawal, and he also included snips from the paper about the fire that had just taken the farm. Azel... Is it better Gunness <laughs> bitch is dead, y'all? Yeah. <laughs> Azel decided it was time for him to head to Laporte, and he arrived on May third. The following day, Azel showed or found Sheriff Smutzer and told him everything that he had learned. Sheriff Smutzer drove Azel out to the farm where Maxon and Hudson were still hard at work trying to locate Bell's skull. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. It, I'm gonna leave it alone. Is anybody gonna sing? No, I didn't want to leave it alone. Okay, they were the only two who were still actively digging at the farm. Azel joined them on the dig that day, and that evening he had been invited to stay at the Nicholson home. The following morning, the trio went back to work. Maxon and Hudson were digging around the cellar, and Azel took a hike around the farm looking for anything suspicious. He returned to asking the other two about the lake. He wanted to know if there had been any holes in the lake this winter. Have you seen two- any horse stuck in the lake over here? <laughs> Anywhere? Uh, the other two said no. It had been a frozen sheet of ice all winter. Azel couldn't think of a reason to stay, and so he started to walk away. But then he stopped, and he turned around, and he asked if any holes had been dug around the farm recently. Maxon told them yes, uh, that there were a few rubbish holes that had been dug. The men headed out to the soft spots with shovels in hand. They uncovered an awful smell. And about four feet down, they found the source. Laying just outside of a gunny sack was a severed arm. Inside the gunny sack was the remains of a body. I'm telling you, this bitch is like fucking Hannibal Lecter. (laughs) Minus the father beans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, Max then headed to town to grab the sheriff and the coroner. When they arrived, the men pulled the remains of Andrew Helgeline from the pit. It was clear that the man had fought for his life. He had defensive wounds all over his arms and had a small tuft of curly brown hair still clutched in his hand. Some of the, uh, I, I think some of the men, I don't know, remember if we covered it. Some of the men that actually lived would say that they'd wake up in the middle of the night, the bell just like standing over them as there was they one. slept. There was one. Guy one. That there was actually one guy. got away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fucking terrifying, man. Mm-hmm. It's like. I woke up in the middle of the night and this big, huge bitch that looked like a frog face with tiny little feet was standing over me and she was just like going, borgie, borgie, borgie. Just breathing heavy snork. in anticipation. Snork. 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 His yeah. head, arms, and legs had all been severed from his body. Mm-hmm. Methodical. Smetzer. Fucking methodical bitch. Well, is this so sounding like Jenny. anything else? <laughs> sounds like a lot of them, really. <laughs> well, uh, well, it sounds like the missing parts from mm-hmm. Belle. Yeah. Smutzer asked Maxon if there was any other holes on the property, and Maxon showed them several. They dug and uncovered. They dug and they uncovered more bodies. In the second hole, 
they found two men, one woman, and one adolescent female. Mm-hmm. All right, we need two men, one woman, and one adolescent female, much like an old priest, young priest, <laughs> and a fucking 10-pack Taco Bell soft taco pack. Let's go get it. Now. Let's go. The buggy shed was turned into a makeshift morgue. The female adolescent was quickly identified as Jenny. Shocker. So the body that had burned up in the fire was not Jenny. The day that she was uncovered would have been her 18th birthday. That's May nuts. 5th, 1908. Now at this point, this is where it goes public, right? Yes. And everybody starts. Oh, I'm going to leave it alone. Just go, 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 go. So news spread fast and the Gunnis case was even being discussed overseas. Questions were now circulating about the body they found that supposedly belonged to Belle. Was it really her or was she still alive? Sheriff Smutzer went to the jail and told Ray about the day's events. Ray was taken from his cell and brought before reporters who bombarded him with questions. On May 6th, the road leading to the farm was packed with people. There were thousands. The team of men assigned to the case began to dig and soon found another body. Near the privy, they found a pit full of dozens of pairs of men's shoes lying on top of a heap of bones. Did you say zapatos? Just <laughs> trying to get rid of like all the trunks and shit, probably <clears throat> like all the stuff. That she mm-hmm. All of their clothes that she didn't have wow. a reason for keeping. Mm-hmm. Um, so adding to the five found the day before, the total was now nine bodies uncovered on the farm. Nine? <laughs> nine. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> One, two, three, Sorry. four, five. I think we've covered Six, everything seven. now. <laughs> I think we might have hit everything. We've got it all, I think. Mm-hmm. Except May I got s- around the lake tonight. <laughs> <laughs> on May 6th. Hey. <laughs> Was she a frog face or a toady face? <laughs> Both. Man. I feel like I should have some toady's beer. <laughs> Box slider. On May 7th, during a break in the digging due to rain, two men broke into the makeshift morgue to get a closer look at the remains. Nothing was taken. Chicago police ordered a dig on the property on Alma Street where Bell and Mats had resided. The New York Times summed up the theories of the case. The first theory was that Mrs. Gunnis, fearing exposure of her long murderous career, killed her three children and herself, setting fire to the house to conceal the crimes. The second theory is that Mrs. Gunnis, fearing exposure, fled after killing her children, putting the headless body of another woman in the house to mislead authorities. Gotta hate this bitch. I, I, I feel like being a detective back in the day was just as easy as being a doctor. Be like, can you cut hair? Yeah, you're a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you carry a gun? Yep. Detective. Or she on it. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the third theory is that Ray Lamphere, uh, her farmhand, did the killing from a double motive of revenge and jealousy. And the fourth and last is that the quadruple crime was committed by a murderous gang with headquarters in Chicago who feared exposure by Mrs. Gunnis of a long series of murders for insurance, she being used as their clearinghouse for corpses. And what was the name of the gang? <laughs> the James Gang. <laughs> the Borgie Borgie Gang. <laughs> I like you, dreamer. <laughs> so people started claiming that they were seeing Bell all over the state. The order to dig on the Alma property was canceled. Sheriff Smutzer was still convinced of Ray Lamphere's guilt and pressed for trial. On May 8th, the rain stopped and thousands of people gathered outside the Gunness farm hoping for a glimpse of new horrors as the grave hunting resumed. It turned into like a fucking carnival, didn't it? it yeah. Like vendors fucking and shit. shit show, man. Yeah. yeah. It, like, yeah. true crime isn't a new thing, man. It was no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. They just didn't no. have televisions back then. We got to go see it live. <laughs> yeah. Just a half hour after they began digging, Hudson struck a wooden box. The box held the dismembered corpse of one male and two pairs of women's shoes. Are you sure it was a wooden box or was it made out of like twigs and branches? (laughs) There we go. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't help myself. Right over the plate. 
Somebody, somebody's back in Norway going, why don't she write? <laughs> they dug further into the hole and found another mass of bodies. These would be victims 10 and 11. Did you say a revin? Ah, 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 Man, she, I, how this was going around, how this was able to happen. This is like, one of my cousins in, how many cousins do you have? Apparently over 11. They were just never seen again. And We are from Valerie Large family. What can I say? <laughs> yep. And they're from a in different Norway, state. They, you don't know. They them. make babies in the winter. Every winter. <laughs> Welcome to the Hotel Belganes. You're never getting out alive anyway. So yeah. You can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Alive. <laughs> uh, letters from people who had missing loved ones began pouring into the police station in droves. Due to the state of the remains found on the death farm, as it was now being called, it was extremely difficult to identify any of the bodies. Smetzer announced that he had hired a gold miner, Louis Schultz, who would sift through the ashes at the farm looking for the teeth. After speaking with Bell's dentist. You know he wanted that gold. Trying to do, I'm trying not to do it. There's some old prospector voice. <laughs> There's gold in them there. There's gold in them there ashes. There's gold in that bitch's mouth. <laughs> After speaking with Bell's dentist, they learned that Bell had a one-of-a-kind dental procedure. She had been missing the four incisors in her lower jaw, so he put in two gold crowns on the lower bicuspids and bridged in four porcelain teeth that had that he backed by 18 karat gold. He said that the teeth and gold would not have melted in the fire. But a All head right. would. But a head, yeah, but the head melted. Yeah, but a head would. A head would, and um, a head. Great, great head. What's skills. going on? <laughs> 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 I didn't even know what we were talking about until you said uh, what? Yeah. What? I'm like, what? What? I'm awake. <laughs> Collect the heads of little girls. Okay. Put them on my wall. <laughs> so no digging was scheduled for Sunday, May 10th. That's Lord's Day. Uh, guards. <laughs> so, yeah, no digging. The Lord wants them goddamn bodies dug up. He'll dig them up himself. <laughs> by God. Because that's God's day. By God. That's Come right, God. Guys, please. We can't dig up corpses on the Lord's Day. Let's go to the bar. <laughs> so guards were hired to stand at the cellar and uh, the remains of the home, but otherwise spectators were free to roam the property. Reports, so so reports state that between 16 and 20,000 people showed up to the murder farm that day. Fucking it resembles Woo, rock and wow. rolls. That it resembles crazy. more of a carnival than a gravesite. On May 11th, Schultz made his sluice box. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Don't yeah. correct me. I think he nailed it. <laughs> now, before you go on, me. now, if I remember correctly, it was like they would haul people onto the site for like, was it like a, a dime or whatever? Yes. Oh, yes. But to get back, it was like, oh, you want to go back? It's going to be a quarter. Quarter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were brilliant at making money that day. Commerce. Yeah. Yeah. There were people there selling ice cream and cake that were dyed pink. Yeah. I also also remember a story about a grandfather that was there with his grandchildren and they fucking fall off the wagon. And about that time is when they find another body. And rather Mm -hmm. than go help his grandchildren, he's like, fuck that. Y'all are on your own. I'm going to go fucking look at this body. Woo. Yep. So, so if you think shit. people just turned into pieces of shit recently, yeah, oh no, there you go. Oh no, I mean, once upon a time we gathered in squares to, uh, you know, watch people be hanged and all of that fun stuff. So no, this is our morbid fascination with people's deaths is nothing new. No, nothing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on so on May twelfth. Schultz began to go through the ashes. He found eight men's watches. Men's watches. Wasn't she so, saving those? Like, well, that was like one of her favorite things to collect. Wasn't that was her it? trophy. Like, that was like her, her trophy, trophy thing, right? for the because yeah. it was kind of like a big deal for a guy to have a watch then, like a pocket watch. And yes, 
Instead so, of sticking their dicks in formaldehyde jars, she just took their watches. <laughs> we do not keep the pickled penises around here, Matthew. We like the watches. It's not rescued. Mm. They're Swiss. <laughs> we keep the Swiss Hello? watches. The fucking meat grinder, Matt. Yeah. You know, there you go. <laughs> Sausages. So Smetzer would continue digging around the yard. He turned up a few more bones and some skulls, but no more bodies. To help build the case against Ray, Smetzer brought in some detect- some detectives from Pinkerton who were known to operate with questionable tactics. Ray's attorney said no. that <laughs> Ray's attorney said that with those detectives, there had that he had no doubt that Mrs. Gunnis's teeth would be found. The question then would be whether they were really going to be hers or evidence planted at the scene. Hmm. Funny how that comes up, right? right? <laughs> sounds to me like this they need a fucking scapegoat because they don't have a they don't have a hella hella bella. So so much so much of this stuff it's just like nope, it's nailed, we did it because mm-hmm. they're- just tired of people oh, coming yeah, down just, on them. It's just like, oh, I'm, we, I'm yep, telling you, man, it's it. just it's these. It, it like most of the most <laughs> of the stories that we've covered. It's like this is like the costume. Like, fuck it, boys, it's Miller time. Woo, we got this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. On May nineteenth, Schultz did in fact come up with teeth, an upper and a lower pair of bridges. Smutzer announced they're found. He jumped in his car and took the teeth to the dentist, who confirmed that the lowers were the bridges he had created for Bell. One reporter asked what was to have stopped Bell from taking the bridge out and throwing it in the fire for good measure. The coroner was still not convinced that the body body... way a perfectly good big old woman with gold teeth. The coroner was still not convinced that the body brought to him presumed to be Bell was really her. Didn't they say she would have had to pull out one of her own teeth? Oh, yeah. To no, get... no, more than one. More than one. More, than, more one. than one. That's so, painful to hear. I don't... But by the way, this is the same woman that just fucking murdered how many people? True. Yeah, there's no Including her in this own bitch. children? Yeah, just yeah, I think well, she's perfectly yeah, fucking capable is, of fucking... There's 11 at the farm, and there were six prior to that, so she's at, she's at 17 right now. She's well over Jack She's only at... <laughs> Seventeen. Okay, no, I will not have that, Todd. <laughs> no, no. Come Seventeen. On. Come on. No fucking winger. It's like no stairway on Queen's World. <laughs> uh, so people were now sending in letters to the police of their sightings of Bell from all over the country, not just the state. Two days later, on May 22nd, a grand jury return, uh, returned indictments against Ray. Uh, charging him with the murders of Belle Gunnis, her three children, Andrew Helgeline, and also with arson. On June 17th, the bodies of the children and the one presumed to be Belle were interred without a service at Forest Lake Cemetery. Mm-hmm. But didn't, did they, did they go over the specs like of the size of this woman that, who they think is Belle and how minus Soon. a head? Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> Soon. So the night before the trial, Ray was interviewed in his cell, and he maintained his innocence. The hunt for an impartial jury started on November 9th. On day two of the jury hunt, Ray suddenly went pale. He uttered a cry of pain. His head fell forward onto the table in front of him. When he tried to lift his head, blood gushed from his nose and mouth. Fuck. Deputy Marr helped Ray stand up, and he got him out into the hall. Sheriff Smutzer followed and soon after returned to the courtroom saying it was only a slight hemorrhage and that Ray would be fine. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, it's nearly a flesh just... wound. <laughs> <laughs> just but a scratch. So <laughs> Ray did return to the court the next morning. All jurors were finally selected on November 12th. They still had some time, so the state gave their opening statement. I'd say they still had some time from the 9th to the 12th. They are rolling this motherfucker right along. There's no slow justice back on this case. They're just going at it. Mm. So the state had subpoenaed 40 witnesses, 39 of whom were located and appeared in court. The only witness who was not present was Mr. Schultz, the Mm. man who had found the teeth. 
So I'll spare you the testimonies of all but one witness. Dr. Okay. Gray, who performed the postmortem exam on Bell, said that after being burned, the body weighed 73 pounds and was 5 feet 4 inches. 53 pounds, yeah, in her Was bra. that with or without her head? That was without her head. So during cross, Dr. Gray admitted that they had only estimated Bell's weight at 220 pounds. Holy shit, that's when, a big bitch. When in actuality... When in reality, she weighed over 280 pounds and she was nearly Holy. six feet tall. Holy shit. That's a huge that's bitch. A huge, that's Holy a huge bitch. woman. So She's up. To get to. Hang out. She got tiny feet. A frog face. <laughs> She's hanging out. Hang out. So to get to the idea that she could, in fact, now, after being burned, only be 73 pounds, is they took that much weight in fatty meat and cooked it. And after all of the fat had broiled out, that was the weight that remained. Wow. So either she was a super fat bitch or... I don't think they did that. They were like, no, we just... But the problem is, is that they, they underestimated this by over 60 pounds. So that's hard, man. What can I tell you? Exactly. Not to mention that they are saying that the fire burned for this amount of time when the fire only really burned for this amount of time. So they're basically doing this off of a slow cooker method. Mm -hmm. Pig in the ground. So Very when nice. do you when do you pull it up and put more seasoning on is what I want to know. Oh, right? Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And you gotta flip it too. I mean Yeah. yeah. You don't want it to burn on the bottom. Smack it. No. You gotta flip let it, it rest. Rub it down. Mm-hmm. Bitch. You gotta bag it up and let it rest after you put it in a cooler. <laughs> so the defense did not call. <laughs> I like the way you work it. Yo diggity. Okay. Yo diggity. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, we're getting through a lot of songs here. Wow. Um, So the defense did not call nearly as many witnesses. When they called Mr. Maxson to the stand, he testified that he had seen Mr. Schultz pull a set of teeth from his pocket and place it in the sluice box and then pull them out after claiming he had just found them and placed them back in his pocket. Two of these in your pocket (laughs) and I want to touch it. (laughs) The defense also crossed. I didn't see that coming. I didn't either until it happened. (laughs) The defense also cross-examined. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Hurry up, The defense also cross-examined the dentist, (laughs) proving that he had made another mold of Bell's teeth one week before they were found at the dig site. Wait, wait. Closing. So he made a mold of her teeth. Were these dicks just trying to do this to just get out from underneath it, or did somebody pay them on her way out? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this sounds so, a little fishy to me. Just fishy, fishy, fishy. Fishy, borgy, borgy. Snark, fish. Keep working, Lindsay. Keep going. Come on now. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm trying. Yep, I'm she trying. Is. She's trying. So closing statements were given at 5.30 p.m. the evening before Thanksgiving. Jurors took 26 hours to deliberate. They found Ray guilty of arson, and he was sentenced to between 2 and 21 years with a fine of $5,000. But he was only convicted of arson. Not murder. So no, no murder. He just... Clearly, just he just arson. set the house on fire with dead bodies already in it. Or I think I think that's where that was. We going, don't but need that's no water. Let the said. motherfucker burn. Yeah. Burn, mm-hmm. motherfucker. burn, motherfucker. <laughs> burn. All right. Sorry. Ray would not finish. <laughs> Ray would not finish even the minimum of his sentence. The slight hemorrhage, as Sheriff Smutzer had put it, that Ray had suffered at the trial was in fact incipient tuberculosis. Ray died oh. on December 30th, 1909. And that's, that is why you do not have 
sexual relations with seven-year-old women. Right seven there. Year, seven D. Seventy. Yeah. Well, seven seven. D. I said seventy. Se- seventy. Yes. A, uh, just, just clarifying because it didn't sound like you said yeah, seventy. It Maybe cut out. Sorry. No. But I at least you said that's why you. Okay. Don't. How about but, I say yeah. geriatric? How about that? Uh, yes. Okay. So there is so much speculation surrounding this case. If you, only... take, if you take your boots off, slide them underneath the bed, and they hit a bedpan, fucking, you know, uh, just. <laughs> Just go home. It's not worth it. No. Just jerk off. It's fine. Here comes Dot. <laughs> <laughs> he thought about it. He declined. Over a second. Okay. So the only thing known for sure is that there are not many answers. Was Ray involved? Was she murdering for money or pleasure? Was I think her it's preferred- obvious that she was murdering for money. And pleasure. But I think it might yeah. have been. Pleasure. What's your pleasure, man? I think What's it had pleasure? to turn into pleasure. I think it had, yeah, to. had to. Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> well, even if it wasn't pleasure, I think she, she was murdering for a motive, whatever it was, whether it was to get children or money or. I think it was all monetary coat. I, motivation. I think. I mean, it was I over a million dollars. She got. Men's uh, clothes. Yeah. When you start. There yeah. you go. When you start from the beginning from the very first arson thing that she did mm-hmm. up to the very, we're, we're over a million dollars. That's a lot that's, of fucking that, money. That's now. in Back her then? time. That is in her time, not time. in our time. Outrageous. Mm-hmm. So uh, was her preferred method poison or bludgeon? Bludgeon. I, she was a sick bitch, man. There, there, I she think, was no, I like, think whatever it took to get the job done. It was Bill. I think, see, and I think her preferred was poison. Oh yeah, poison. I guess it could have been, but then chopping them up. Mm-hmm. Shit, so. mm-hmm. uh, did Bell plan this and take off? Yeah. How could she have stayed hidden when the world's attention was on her for so long? I don't think that she uh, lost weight. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> she lost weight. You thought she lost weight? She went down on the, the road Jenny, dragging a trunk Jenny with a million Craig dollars diet. in it. Yeah. She went on the Jenny Craig uh, diet. I think she went on the Bell Gunness diet. <laughs> <laughs> she went on the Bell Gunness diet, yeah. Um, so I believe that she set the fire and got away. Yes. I do too. For I do three. Probably a short amount of time though. Very short I amount think, of time. Yeah. I'm with I'm with Matt on this. I mm-hmm. I'm I'm just gonna throw this out there. I yeah. think Bell took off. With all this fucking money that she got from killing all these guys off and getting all their money mm-hmm. and all the money left over that she had from all these false uh, insurance claims and her husband's, many husband's uh, mm-hmm. life insurance policies, killed her children off and was going to start over again somewhere else. And I think that more than likely, Bell Gunness died within a, a week of leaving her house and somebody else is really fucking rich because of it. I yeah, think somebody just I put a so. fucking bull in her fucking head. Like I mean, say, oh, you're, sure. say you're hitchhiking and you've got a trunk. Yeah, we'll take it. Put the trunk in. You're asleep. Boom. The the person that's giving you a ride gets kind of curious and opens that trunk. Your ass is fucking dead in a ditch. Cause yep. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to point fingers, but you know, Papa disappeared too. Yep. Well, yeah, of course he did. But you don't fuck with mobsters, and that's that's why he disappeared. Mm-hmm. You just watch The Irishman. I'm pretty sure it's accurate. <laughs> Forget about it. I just, uh, I it think. It was Robert De Niro. I think, <laughs> I, I find this case more fascinating, actually, than I find Jack the Ripper, believe it or not. I know Jack the Ripper's way more famous than this case is, but <laughs> this bitch killed way more people. Yes. She and- was all. And she was just as vicious, if not more vicious. This bitch killed her own fucking kids. And just mm-hmm. nonchalant about it, even going in and yeah. saying, well, this guy's going to try to kill me and burn my house down. How the fuck would you know that? Unless he, hold, I mean, hold on. and then the, point, that exact thing order. happens. It's like, get the fuck out of here. They were not her kids, though. No, they weren't. Well, she raised them, but yeah. Uh, well, she, she, she really said they were her them? kids. She said they were. Eh. Yeah. 
You say, okay, that's like you trying to tell me that my kids aren't my kids because they didn't come from me. Right. Yeah. She's still, uh, but But she also slaughtered them eventually, which is, which is awful. No, I haven't killed them. There's a very fine line there. No, I haven't killed them. Well, I think that's because I'm not fucking insane. I don't, I don't have a murderous drive. Yeah. You're not. I'm not going to go there because Todd's giving me this look. You're not a, you're not a vicious, emotionless psychopath. Uh, yeah, I, I have no desire to kill my children. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, so not, I, what I'm hearing from this is you're not, you're not Norwegian. I'm not a so yeah. You don't know how to make salted fish soup and you, we're fine. We're good. So. <laughs> I don't think anyone needs that anyone needs that either so i um i personally 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 there we go believe nailed it. that <laughs> i'm watching todd and it's throwing me off <laughs> i i can feel him texting me right now <laughs> i know something's coming across my hey, phone todd, todd you don't text and you don't text in podcasts it's not no. it's like drinking and driving you don't do it so I believe that just like with um, Nanny Doss, the fact that Belle is a woman let her mm. get away with this for so long because for so long it wasn't believed that these things were possible in those circumstances. Think of what you have to be able to do to actually get that. Now, Belle was, in fact... A big woman and she had a lot of strength. She was a farmer. She did all of these things. But when you think about actually the force that it takes to get through a bone. Wait a minute. So wait, before you go that. Okay. So we know this, that she worked on this farm, right? Mm -hmm. We know she was built like a brick shit house and she weighed how much? 280 pounds. All right. That bitch fucking outweighs me by 80 fucking pounds. Mm -hmm. All right. So. You're, you're telling me you don't think she doesn't have the strength to no, take out somebody my I size? I think that she has the strength to take out anyone. Yeah. Especially if you, <laughs> if she drugged you even a little bit beforehand because then you're already cut yeah. off guard. And apparently she would do it while they were sleeping anyway. I was going to say that's the best way to do it. Just like come in and drug boom. them so they're drowsy. Come in while they're sleeping. You don't have to drug them. Just fucking hit them over the head and just yeah. boom, start fucking hacking. Texas Chainsaw Massacre fucking mallet. But you are thinking with God's our no century's brains, no and they are thinking with their century's brains. Right. So. I think she was a uh, very malicious, uh, sociopathic, crazy, yep. fucking weirdo person that was. All the boxes. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. She checked all the fucking boxes, and she was more concerned <clears throat> about being financially well off than anything else. She did want kids. She but, did want kids. Well, that's a that's like that was her four hundred one k. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think so too. Which and what seriously up. fucks me up about this at the same time is why would you prey on other Norwegians? Well, because they were the only ones that were going to come to her. I think because I guess she that's already, true. She was she was set up for that. I mean, she yeah. had the perfect setup to to do that. And and when you're surrounded by all these people that are probably not from the same area that you're from probably yeah. don't even speak the same language you speak. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, How are they? So all these people in come town? in, they can't even yeah. talk to all these other people. Exactly. Other than broken mm. English. You can be you're like, just... Oh, this is my cousin. I'm going to chop him up into little pieces. I mean, he's <laughs> going away. It's just like, any, it's just, you want to belong. You want to fit into something. So yeah, she, yeah. she used that as, Hey, well, they're not going to fit in with everybody else in town because I don't. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on out. Bring your she money used, though. Don't she for, used her weak. Hey. She used her weakness as a strength, basically. Mm-hmm. So, what a Very fucking sure. crazy ass fucking loony bitch. Do you want this wop? You better bring your money. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, it's cold. Holy shit, outside. you went there. <laughs> Holy shit, you went there. Yeah, <laughs> you, 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 you want the snark, bitch. You come with the money. You come work the part. <laughs> that shit will eat blood, man. I'm careful. Shirt. I like <laughs> a good flannel shirt. Fucking double bag that shit. 
That's all I'm saying. Ugh. Well, anyone anyone else have any further comments before we wrap this bitch up? I don't think we should. I don't think we should. I think we should just burn her. The steak upside down on an inverted cross because hopefully she's in hell burning. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but how good would it smell, you think, with all that like flavor? Like, what... I bet she smells yeah. like a nice salted halibut. You know that meat's, that meat's marbled, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. Fishy, fishy, fishy. I've got to do something, so... I was doing my best not to get angry. This one was hard to get 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 through. Uh, Lindy, you fucking nailed this shit. Uh, Thank you. Good job. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I fucking hate this bitch. I don't ever want to fucking come back and talk about her again. Uh, I will never forget Snarkfish. It's going to happen. She'll definitely come back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because I guarantee you one day down the road we're going to be doing a show and be like, well, this is like if Ed Gein and... (laughs) This bitch had a baby. <laughs> this psychopath. His name is Ben Franklin. It's <laughs> been Franklin overwatched. Amen. Well, guys, thanks again for hanging out yet again. Uh, please continue to like, rate, and review the podcast because Matt told me to say that. And if I don't, please he's do. going to smack me through the computer. Um, <laughs> we'll see you I'll right back here. Some kind of emoji. <laughs> <laughs> And not the nice kind. He's got all the bad ones. <laughs> we will see you right back here next Tuesday. Until then, I'm Zach. Spar. Lindy. I'm a wop snark bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until then. Later. Later. Bye. Okay, I love you. Bye-bye. It's evil. Don't Hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Guys, please. We can't dig up corpses on the Lord's Day. Let's go to the bar. <laughs> <laughs>